with the scripture, which is my scripture for you this morning. And uh, the title for what I'm talking about, it's Greater Works, and we're going to read in John chapter 14. We're going to, to read the words of Jesus. It's a promise of Jesus. Uh, John 14, 12 to 14. And he said, Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these. Amen. Even greater, even greater things. Some translations say greater works. So works, things, you get the picture. Jesus is saying, if you believe, whoever believes, do you believe in Jesus? Okay. Are you doing the same things as Jesus and greater things? Well, th this is a complicated question. I know some people will say, oh, yeah, I do greater than Jesus. But most of us will say, oh, I can never get there. I can never get there. Greater than Jesus? No way. No way I can do greater than Jesus. However, this is a promise of Jesus himself. So if he said so, we should expect it. Now, it's not greater miracles in in kind of the miracle you know uh, it, it that's not the, the the meaning but let's see what Jesus is, is saying and he says because I'm going to the father and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the father may be glorified in the son you may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it all right and and through uh, the history of Christianity uh, there's people that did, you know, greater things, greater works uh, than the ones we saw Jesus doing in the Gospels. The thing is, when we're doing a godly work, we're not doing it ourselves. Jesus is using us to do that work. And he should receive the glory. So if uh, someone does a greater thing, let me give you an example. Uh, I remember when I started serving the Lord, I really had respect, admiration for a man of God is not uh, with us any longer, Re Reinhard Bonker. And he was preaching for crowds at the time of about 600,000 to 1 million people. Now, let me tell you, Jesus never preached for a million pe persons. Never. So is this greater? Well, it's not that we're comparing, but it's actually a greater thing than preaching for a couple of hundred with no sound system like Jesus used to do, or sometimes maybe some thousands. And this is the reason why he will preach in a mountain or uh, uh, on a boat, on John's boat, uh, to, to use the acoustics, the natural acoustics, to communicate to all those people. But uh, today we have the technology to do greater. So, uh, man of God, like, you know, I, I, I never watch him much, but uh, Billy Graham, he pre preached the simple gospel. Billy Graham led more people to Christ than Christ. Okay, so, so are you following me? 
I hope I'm not doing any mistake, but if I am, God will forgive me also. And you can forgive me too. <laughs> All right. Listen, I've seen many, many miracles, many different things. And some are even more extraordinary than some of the miracles I see in, in the Bible. It's not that we're doing more than Jesus. No, we're doing the same things. But sometimes these same things may look like even bigger. Listen, um, one of the disciples wanted to pay his taxes. He had no money. You know the story. They went fishing. There's a coin in the, in the fish mouth. And they pay the taxes with one coin. One coin. Listen, years ago, uh, I wanted to purchase a church to do ministry. It costed more than one coin. <laughs> Just to, I don't want to say how much it costed. It was more than one coin. So the miracle I received was even bigger than that miracle on the fish mouth. So do you understand? It's not that we're comparing, that we're, we're doing greater miracles in, in kind. But this is the promise of Jesus. And we should expect to walk in those miracles. Now, he says, whoever believes in me. Now, I know a lot of Christians that don't believe in Jesus. In the sense that he's mentioning here. Now, this sentence, whoever believes in me, in this book of John, is repeated five times. Okay, It's this one we just read. Uh, it's when Jesus said, whoever believes in me shall never thirst. He said, whoever sh believes in me out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. Whoever believes in me will not remain in darkness. So, numerous times Jesus uses this expression to establish spiritual truth. So the common thing in these five times that he says, whoever believes in me, is that he's establishing what sometimes we say a doctrine. A doctrine is nothing more than a truth uh, that is universal. It's for everybody. So he doesn't say, uh, you know, all the preachers that believe in me. No, it's whoever believes in me. So this applies to all Christians that have this faith and believe in Jesus. Some people do not believe in Jesus. They're Christian, but they do not believe in Jesus. And I've met so many that I ask them, uh, so you're a Christian? Yes, I'm a Christian. So what happens after you die? Oh, it's game over. No, it's not game over. <laughs> or others will say, oh, after I die, I, I guess if I was good, I'm going to uh, reincarnate in a person. If I was bad, I would reincarnate in a cow or something. And Christians will say stuff like this. What does that show? You do not believe in Jesus. Because Jesus teaches something completely different. He says you have access through belief in me, through following me, you have access to everlasting life, eternal life. All right? So I wanted just to mention this before we move to the next step. And the question is, do you really believe in him? 
Do you believe in everything Jesus has to say? Or do you believe just in, the, in some things and you do not believe in others? You see, belief uh, in Jesus requires faith. Now, to, today we live in a society that it's going crazy with beliefs. It's, it's going crazy. People are being brainwashed in the media with different beliefs. Now, the new one they want to, you to believe is that a man can get pregnant. Have you ever heard about that? Yeah, now, now this is a belief. And, and so, and so I, I was watching the, the news this morning, and in Ireland, I watch European news sometimes. In, in Ireland, there's this man, for 17 years he has been given blood. And they put a new form for people that are giving blood in Ireland. That's the new form for all, all of Europe. And in the form, there's a question. And the question is, have you ever, uh, be, uh, did you got pregnant, pregnant in the last six months? And so he, he's a man, and he sees if I got pregnant in the last six months, I'm not going to answer this. So he doesn't answer. They call him, and they say, why didn't you answer? Because I am a man, I cannot get pregnant. Oh, you cannot say that. So because you said that, you're banned for ever giving blood in Ireland. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? So they're telling people something that makes no sense. And a lot of people are believing in this. That, that uh, well, I know sometimes I look like pregnant, but it's just my belly. Don't, don't. <laughs> but why am I telling you this? Because the world believes in crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. And then if you do not comply, you're punished. This is just an example. I will give you tons. <laughs> but this one was so crazy. So crazy. I said, I cannot believe this. That they're banning the guy from giving blood. Uh, you know, because he refused to answer. He refused. He said, a man cannot get pregnant. Oh, you cannot say that. So you see how the world is today? The world believes in crazy stuff. Now, Jesus asks you and me to believe in him. Do you really believe in him? Because it's not crazy stuff, but it looks like crazy. I'm going to do the works of Jesus. I'm going to resurrect the dead. I'm going to heal people, bring people uh, to the kingdom of God. Exactly. Exactly. And before I conclude... And I invite my friend um, uh, uh, Moses to, to come and, and conclude the message. In John 20, 30, just to let you know, uh, it's the, 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 some of the last words of the book of John. It says, there are also many other signs or miracles that Jesus performed in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. What book? The Bible. The, the book of John, the book that John wrote, but the Bible. There's many other signs. There's things we don't even know about. You know, the, not all the miracles were registered in the Bible. And they continue to happen. I've seen many. I have seen many. The first time I saw a miracle, I couldn't believe in it. I said, no, it's not possible. Then I had miracles in my own body, many miracles. 
And, and sometimes we also need those miracles. So those are the miracles that Jesus continues to do. Like in the Gospels, I, I haven't seen any healing of cancer. Have you read in the, in the Bible? This person was healed of cancer. Well, we don't even know if cancer existed in those days. I assume, yes, that existed. They just uh, de uh, hadn't uh, named it. They didn't name the disease. It, it's like today, everybody has ADD, bipolar, all the kids have these problems, and uh, we think these are new things. No, they always existed. But uh, uh, at the time, you know, 100 years ago, say, oh, he's a little bit stubborn. Oh, he has a little temper. Oh, he has difficulty. So, so the, they didn't name the disease. But it's not mentioned. But I've seen several people in churches that I pastor, people that I prayed that got healed of cancer. So it, it, it's not written in the book. But Jesus does all these types of miracles. And he's counting on you and me. I'm going to skip because I, I just uh, want, to, want us to continue. So, uh, you know, there's reasons why Jesus did miracles. And, and the question is, do miracles still happen today? Because <laughs> some people, they say, no, no, that, that, that's over. That's over. You know, when the, when the last apostle died, the miracles stopped. And they're kind of right. Because when the last apostle dies here on earth, miracles will stop. The problem is that now we have millions of apostles all over the earth. So the miracles didn't stop. As long as there is church on earth, there are still miracles of God. If the church is taken, then the miracles will cease. And when we'll be in heaven, we don't need more miracles. Because there's no need for healing. There's no need for provision. Everything is provided. Every, when we get to heaven, we don't need miracles. We need miracles here. Now, there's a, a spiritual truth also in the New Testament in Hebrews 13.8. It's a, a scripture that says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Amen? So he's the same. Did miracles in the past. He's doing miracles today. And he's going to continue forever. And whoever believes in him should move in the same type of miracles. Now, how can we move in that type of miracles? And I'm going to conclude here. This is still in the Gospel of John. We only read verses in the Gospel of John except this one in Hebrews. In John 20, Jesus tells the disciples... As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. This is powerful. This is powerful. He's saying, I came here sent by God the Father. And just as I came here sent by God the Father, I'm commissioning you the same way. So the, the same, way, same things I'm doing, you should be doing. That's what Christian, the word Christian means one like Christ. That's the meaning of the word. We're not inventing anything. It means one like Christ. So we are li like little Christs. And maybe you're not doing yet the works of Jesus. But there's a way to get there. And here's the key. Jesus said to them, 
When he has said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. So you see the key? Receive the Holy Spirit. So the key to do the works of Jesus is to receive this life, this breath of life, which is the Holy Spirit. And then he adds, uh, if you forgive the sins of any, they, they are forgiven them. You, if you withhold forgiveness for, from any, it is withheld. And, and forgiveness of sins, it's the greatest miracle. It's the greatest thing. Listen, there's people that did a lot of mean things in, in, during their lifetimes. But if they receive forgiveness, they're forgiven. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Listen, the Apostle Paul was killing Christians, literally. They, they killed Stephen at his feet. They stoned him to death. And he allowed it, he participated, and after that he was still going uh, on his way to kill more Christians. He was a mean guy. He's a mean guy. Very mean. However, he has an encounter with Jesus. When he has an encounter with Jesus, his life is changed. Then he gets uh, in a state of blindness for three days. But there's a disciple comes to him, prays for him. He's healed. He receives vision, uh, literal vision, not just physical, but he receives spiritual vision. He's baptized. He receives the Holy Spirit. And then he starts walking in the works of Jesus. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? Now, this is for you and me. And, uh, and so uh, you can do greater works.